Welcome to Paper Talk, a paper lover's podcast, a place to connect with crafters alike in hopes to inspire and elevate your craft. We are your hosts, Josie and Janet. And I'm Crystal, and this is Story Hour. Now cue the confetti and let's get this party started. Janet and Josie, how are you ladies doing today? Excited to Hi. be back with you. Doing good. We're excited to finally see you again. It's been like a month. It has, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, think, um, it's been nice for all of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I was sick for like yeah. three weeks. <laughs> it kind of worked out though. It kind of did. I'm glad Crystal is off. I was sick. Mm-hmm. Jo- Josie was lounging. No. <laughs> Yeah, I I got a chance to like take a break too, so that was kind of nice. So, mm-hmm. thank you, girls. Yeah, <laughs> it was really nice to just I don't know not not stress about doing anything, right? right. Just kind of yeah. let things go and mm-hmm. come back when you're ready. And here we are. We're ready. I know. Let's get We're the party it. started. Let's jump in and uh, just to get us started talking since you know it's been a while and we've all kind of got the whole I don't it's almost like vacation brain yeah um tell me about something that you are planning for the month of June are you going on any adventures next month uh well let's pick on Janet Janet me okay well you have an adventure going on right now tell us about it I do I have which which one (laughs) Your ranch. Oh, I know. That was a huge event. Yes, I know. Yes, for those that don't know, yes, we now have a ranch, a horse, well, future horse ranch. So super exciting. That adventure, I think, is going to last for a long time, (laughs) for a while. I mean, we're at the starts of it, so that's been really fun. Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. I know that's going to last forever. For sure. I think that, you know, I think owning a horse ranch is going to be interesting. I think it's always going to be something new. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think it's ever going to be boring. And probably so many learning curves over the years, too. Oh, I yeah. Only imagine. I've been watching so many YouTube videos on how to take care of your own horses. Because, you know, I'm not – my girls know about horses. I really don't. So – but I'm mom. I'm going to have to eventually feed them. I'm going to have to – help bathe them. I'm going to have to do all the things. So I want to learn how to take care of the horses. You know, like they deserve to be well taken care of. These animals are beautiful and they deserve all the respect. You know what I'm saying? They're gorgeous animals. And I'm, I've said it, like I have to learn how to care for them properly because there's so much to know about them. Like, you know what I mean? I would have never thought like, you know, you have to know what to feed them, what kind of, you know, medicines they can have, what kind of vaccines they need to have, what kind of like, you know, all of that stuff. So that's been really interesting. And to believe it or not, I've been really enjoying it. So I'm looking forward to it because I feel like it's just going to be very relaxing and very, um, very relaxing and um, just a lot of fun to be with the family, you know? 
I love that. I'm super excited for you. I thank you. I hope I'm that super I'm super excited that you're taking us with you. I know. That's you know, showing us little clips. Well, at first I wasn't sure if it was gonna be boring. But then I'm like, you know, if people like me, why not? You know, I'm, it's part yeah. of me. It's part of what's happening in my life. And I want to share it. So I was like, well, here it is, you know? Yeah, totally. Same like when Crystal, when you bought your house yeah. or you were didn't have um, appliances, <laughs> you know, it was like, I feel. I'm point like- that one out real quick. <laughs> when you didn't have appliances. Or like when you're, when you're doing all these projects, it's like we get to come along for the ride. Like, yeah. Um, I feel like I get to know you girls more. Like, look, mm-hmm. we're so far apart, but yeah. I feel like I get to know you girls more just like in seeing your daily life, like your guys' adventures. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I think that too. Mm-hmm. It's been so fun to see, like you did a video recently in your stories where you were showing where the the barn had everything still in it. Oh my God. You're yeah. taking everything out. And those spider webs were like, <laughs> Oh, that was no MG. joke. That was no. It was literally like a curtain of spider oh, webs. So like gross. it was so thick with dust and webs. It looked like a freaking curtain. And there's nothing in that barn anymore. It's all gone. Like just gone. It's I know. wild. That's where the stables are going to be. So um, that's going to be super fun. Do you currently own any horses or is that something that no. you will do later? No, we are, do not have any horses as of right now, but um, this we're taking the steps to that. So before we got, and got any, we wanted to have somewhere for them to be, have something mm-hmm. nice and clean and just very nice environment for them. So that was like we've been setting goals of what we're going to do to um, be able to have them. Because like I said, I think they deserve Horses deserve the best. They're just amazing. You know what I mean? And I want to make sure, well, we want to make sure that they have a nice pastures and nice barns and just well, well taken care of. So yeah, we're taking our steps. Like this is the next step. And then, you know, we're then we have to work on the pastures and the corrals. And then we're eventually going to add um, an indoor arena for the winter so the girls can ride them in the winter in the arena. So yeah, it's just, just going to be crazy. I mean, I'm a little nervous because I think about, I, I try not to think about what, like them falling off a horse, you know, it's happened a couple of times, but I'm just like, you know, it, you can't think like that, you know, you gotta have to just let it go. Yeah. That's why they're in training right now, you know? So I don't know. It's been that good. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you. I mean, just an FYI, when I was growing up, I wanted to be an author slash teacher slash <laughs> uh, <laughs> veterinarian that owned a horse farm. Oh, not one of those things came true, but <laughs> except well. I do argue that I write all the time. So yes, I think that, we can yeah, cross the I, author think, off. Mm-hmm, I think so. But I'm going to live vicariously through you. And your horse barn. Yeah. Well, eventually one day <laughs> yes. you can come and visit me and then you can see it for, yes. for yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. I tell Josie the same Amazing. thing. I'm like, one day, once it's all done, hopefully she can come see the horses. I really we'll want it. a miniature horse. Like I want a little one for myself because I won't get on a horse. Like I'm not a horse riding girl, right? I'll wear the cowgirl boots. I'll play the part, but I won't get on one. <laughs> You know, I'll, I got to look the part, but I really want a little one 
so bad because um, they're so cute. Where my girls ride, they have a, a little miniature horse there, and his name is Chico. Oh, my God. That little guy is the feistiest thing. He cracks me up because he, like, jump Like, he go, he'll try to tackle you. Like, he's so oh fierce. Gosh. Yes. But I want one, and I want to name him Palomino. And my daughter's like, no, that is a breed of a horse, mom. I'm like, I know, but I still love that name for a little fierce miniature horse. <laughs> you yes, know. That's cute. That's I got cute. ideas. We'll see. Josie, how about you? What do you have planned for the next month or so? Anything fun? I just pulled out my planner and it's completely blank. It's an empty. Like I have not been planning, obviously. <laughs> um, I am looking forward to going to Disneyland with my grandson. It's going to be his first time at Disney. Ooh. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and just looking forward to baseball, believe it or not. My son plays baseball and um, he has like two, he plays on two different teams. And so we're going to be playing baseball up until July. And it's just always nice because the weather's good. You know, it's not freezing. I'm not like bundled up in blankets and I can like really enjoy like being outside and um, he's just getting so much better in baseball. And it just, feels nice it's fun to watch it's a fun age to watch they're That's like fun. very competitive yeah <laughs> so i'm looking forward to that taking my crafts and watching i always take a bag of crafts wherever i go honestly if i'm going somewhere I'm like oh let me get my bag like i always have like a gazillion projects i want to do probably half of them i complete them but my brain it's it's on overdrive i don't know am i the only one or do you girls feel like that sometimes i feel like that like i'll i'll set myself up and be like yeah i'm gonna work on this and that and i do all the mental work and by the time it's time to like do the actual physical work i'm exhausted from thinking about what i'm gonna do so yeah <laughs> i think how about I get you like Crystal? that too sometimes but i feel like because i have like the system that I have works for me really well in that I don't do everything all in one sitting. I just kind of like plan everything I want to do in one sitting and then come back later and then write, write it out and then leave it and then come back later and mm -hmm. do photos. So because there's so many points of contact with whatever it is, a collection of supplies or whatnot, it, it really does help to not feel super burnt out, but I also, it's when all these projects start popping up mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I want to do that project and I want to do that project. And so like, I want to do pieces of the past and I want to do week in the life and I want to do, you know, some kind of summer thing and I want to do in all these things. Yeah. And then I, I don't end up doing them. I might, I probably buy the things and then <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> That's interesting. So this year, I'm really trying to just, you know, focus in and make it simple. I'll do week in the life. We'll talk about that a little bit here. Actually, we can we can talk about that now. Okay, yeah, um, let's do it. Just storytelling trends that are out there right now for the next month or so. And week in the life is a big one. So this current week, which ended on Mother's Day, is typically the week of week in the life. But hmm. because of shipping delays and all that fun stuff out yeah. there. Um, it's delayed until June, like mid-June. Oh, really? Um, so I've seen- Wow. Mm -hmm. 
That's kind of nice for some people. people. Yeah, it's nice for some people who like, for instance, if they're listening to this, they still have a chance to jump in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yes. And all the like, if um, cause you don't have to use Ali Edwards products, but if you want to, they're all currently in the shop and available to ship. Like everybody has their stuff at this point. They wanted to give extra time for supplies to get overseas mm. so that uh, international scrapbookers could join in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people wanted to still document the same week. So I've actually seen quite a few people this week documenting Week in the Life. Uh, mm-hmm. So it'll be, it's cool because I feel like we're going to get a wide range of when people are participating mm-hmm. in this project. Um, I'm probably going to do it in June with everybody else because it's just nice to do it with everybody when right. you get like the camaraderie and the motivation and, you know, right. all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it also will be summer vacation. Mm. So it'll be fun to have the kids home all day. Right. Which really is going to look pretty similar. Like there's pluses and minuses to that. Meaning last year when I documented Week in the Life, Izzy was still at home. I was homeschooling her. Um, but this year, if it would have been this week, she was in school. So that would have shown like such a difference between 2021 and 2022 Whereas if I'm documenting the summer, she's home. So it appears like that has not changed, even though it has, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. But I think for me, it's still, I just want to do it when everybody else is. Actually, now that I think about it, I last year I documented July. Really? So technically we weren't in school. And I never even did the album. I have like a whole packet of supplies right here. Do you really? All my, all my journaling that I, I never did anything with. I never really thought you, I thought you always did all your stuff. I don't mm. know. You always seem so complete. You know what I mean? Oh, I yes, kind of feel only. okay now, not complete and everything. Well, and I really <laughs> debated mm-hmm. pulling all of that out and getting it done before this year's so like, okay, let's yeah. Done by yeah. in the life. Yeah. You know? Um, but I'm not going to, I'm just going to let it go for now. And if I go back to it, I go back to it and I'm just going to start fresh with this year. Um, this year I'm using the journal mm. and not, I'm not going to do a six by eight album. So it's nice. just going to be nice. So like an, you know, kind of like a traveler's notebook. Oh, traveler's notebook. Oh, cool. It, it's bigger than that. Uh, it's essentially the same size as a six by eight, but mm. it's a stitched notebook with prompts in it and so it's easier. Oh, that's fun. Easier is good. Yeah. I might want to jump yeah. in. I might. I I thought about trying it last year, but just never did it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, but like you said, I love the whole. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you order a kit or something, Josie? I thought you ordered something for mm-hmm. it. I th- why did I think you pers- you ordered? I something? ordered um, pieces of me. Oh, okay. That's what it was. And it got, and it never shipped. And so I reached out to them because I was like, I know I, I bought the (laughs) digital stamps and then I bought the um, traveler's notebook. And I was like, Hey, wait a minute. I know I bought that. Mm -hmm. And then I checked my inbox and and I reached out and I said, did you, did you guys ship this to me? And they're like, Oh, the, it, it went out, but it didn't have a shipping confirmation or something like that. So they quickly sent one out to me, um, but I think it was already over. Oh, okay. So now I have the traveler's notebook, 
but you said she she does it every year. Is that right? She has the last two years. I don't know if she will again next, next year. year or not. But but you um, can still do it, Josie. Like you yeah, can do it whenever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have it. I just haven't started it, but. I've never really documented my childhood. So it's mm. still something that I definitely want to do. And now I have the product notebook to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. It was so reasonable too. I was like, why wouldn't I buy this? Like, it seems mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love that it's affordable. Right. I agree. Especially nowadays. The traveler's notebook insert was like, I don't know, maybe seven bucks. The it's digital stamps were like four or something like, and just both of them, it was just seemed like you could do a lot. That is great. Um, you're awesome. You're going to get it. You'll, you'll do it. Yeah, and I it, think she will. It won't matter whether it comes up en- again or not. Um, I think sometimes just having the tools at your disposal, you know, and then just picking a time and sticking to it. Yes, totally. It'll get done when we get done with our October daily, our December daily, and then I'll be right in there. One of these, one of these months, one of these, months. not anytime soon, but one of these months, we'll just have to, the three of us like yeah. pick a week and be like, Hey, uh, do you guys want to do pieces of the past and hold each other accountable or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Notebook, whatever, you know? Yeah. We need to. I think that's what you miss out on when you do it yourself is just having people yeah. hold you accountable. I think, I think next month I'm hoping to start on my, finish my October daily. I know it seems a little too close. I might get burned out before the next attorney, but I don't you know, I really don't document in time. Like, you know, I do it later. So I think it should be okay. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun buying the product crystal. Okay. That's where it all, I love talking about it. I love encouraging. I love enabling and I love buying. Have you started it at all or no? Yeah, I did. I did start it and I, t- I did start it. I just take so many photos that it's so hard to pick which ones I want, but I need to stick to my, I can, I only need to put the real, like the best ones that like the ones I love in my album and then put the other ones in project life or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I got to keep reminding myself because then I want to add when every I have a, single photo. When I have a project that's got, that I have a lot of photos, like let's say we go on a vacation mm-hmm. and I've got, you know, thousand photos or something ridiculous stuff to go through. A lot of times what I will do, because I'm ruthless with <laughs> picking my photos. Um, no, I do, never I will. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, that's not me at all. Um, I will make folders for all of the different parts of the trip. Or like if it was October daily, I would make photo or make folders on my computer for the different events, the different moments that I wanted to document and put all of the photos in there. And then I open up that folder and I say, okay, we're going to pick five Mm. out of here, Mm. you know? And so then it forces you to pick only the ones you love the most. And then you have those five and you're like, okay, I want to print a photo enlargement, but I only need one photo enlargement. So let's pick one And then if there are maybe two out of the five that I just can't live without those being in my album, Mm -hmm. then I will print those in a smaller area, you know, and put them into like a pocket page or put them into a flip up or something so that it forces me to take those thousand pictures and break it down into like 20 Mm -hmm. or 30 that Mm -hmm. actually make it into my album. And the rest of them, 
they live in the digital space. You know, they're there. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like there's thousands in that digital space. <laughs> but that's okay. Yes. As long as we document some, you know, we, it's impossible, I think, to document all the photos that we take. Oh, yeah. You know. For sure. I mean, at least for me. I mean, you know. No, it's impossible. <laughs> 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 With oh full God. certainty, I can say that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, if you say that, I believe it because, you know, you're an engine. So are either of you, Josie, you said you might do something Week in the Life. Janet, you don't do Week in the Life, do you? No. You let that one go. I, I don't do that one, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you do any other, uh, like, springtime projects? Uh, No. Mm-mm. No. Is it mostly your, like, let's catch up on everything yeah. I haven't been doing? <laughs> yeah, I usually do that. Um, but, like, right now I've been working. I actually am crafting. I'm not going to – I mean, you guys know I've been making stuff for One Paper Place. So that's been, like, keeping me busy. So it's basically, like, a design team member for a local scrapbook store. So I'm working on projects. Um, I'm working on two projects right now, but it's like two or three projects a week. So I really have not had the time to do my own stuff because I'm creating for the shop. So I, I, that's like such a love and I hate to say the word hate, but it's a love hate relationship, even though you love it so much, but it's just, it, by the time you put so much time into your projects that there's no time to work really on the stuff that you know, you want to work on. Like I could be working mm-hmm. on my de- October daily, but I mean, designing for the shop really uh, brings me joy. So that's fine. But I'm just saying there's not enough, you know, time to mm-hmm. do it all. It's definitely a double-edged sword. Yes. That's the Being better whole creative yes. team mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. Like it's a great joy, but then also. Yeah. It's hard. Just like you said, it can, it can detract yeah, from the other things you want to do. Like I really want to work on my um, niece's birthday. I, I got a traveler's notebook and I, I want to put my niece's birthdays in there. And I haven't been able to do that because when the energy's done from working on the projects, I'm like, Oh, I'll get to it. You know? Well, I think that is a fantastic segue into our uh, writer's block. Ooh, segment yes. of our episode. Yeah. So we had quite a few people write in this time. Uh, I tried to get them all down. I'm. I feel like. I feel like I might have missed somebody, but I think you guys I, know you can. You can bring yeah. it up. Oh, look at Josie. Look I've at got you. Back up here for you. Ooh. Oh, good. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so the first one that I want to talk about is not really anything that anyone wrote in about, but just um, putting out there this idea of burnout. I want to talk about burnout a little bit because that's where I'm coming back from. Uh, Josie, I don't think you were burnt out, but definitely taking a break helps. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. keeps, keeps the brain sane. Um, And I would just, I would like to talk about a time when each of us felt burnt out by our projects and what we did to help get out of that. Um, or to like, what did we do to step back and then come back in a way that felt more sustainable? Um, I can go ahead. I'll go first and then we'll go to each of you. I'll give you a second to think about it. So in the month of March, I had a bunch happen. So I was 
running the Story Kit Crush Challenge, crushing two kits a month. Um, for It was my third month doing that. I also had my wisdom teeth removed and then um, ended up getting sick and just so much stuff happened. I read a book. Uh, it's titled Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and I loved it. And she was just kind of like, I don't know. It was. It had nothing to do with burnout. It had nothing to do with like anything I was going through, except it was a book where I felt very empowered to just do what felt right in that moment. And I was like, what feels right for me right now is to just stop, to just stop and to rest and to recoup and to just do things that bring me joy and then come back when it felt right again. Like when I didn't feel like I I've made it pretty clear that scrapbooking and storytelling is my career, but I also don't want this to feel like a a job that I have to begrudgingly go into my studio to do. Like that's not what this is about. Right. So <clears throat> for me I needed to stop. And I think um if anybody who is listening is feeling in a place of uh, not finding joy in things that brought you joy before, then that might be my advice is to just to just stop for for a period of time and to come back when it feels good again and to just take that time to evaluate what are you doing and what needs to change in order to make your craft, your hobby, your job, whatever it is, feel like a safe and good place again. Um, which is where I'm at. And now, now I'm coming back. I'm ready to craft again, but I'm also ready to not craft in the same way Good. that I was. Yeah, I'm so excited you for know? you because I am excited because I'm really loving all the new content that you're adding. It's just so different. It's also refreshing, <clears throat> excuse me, because we, some of us don't feel so crafty all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like there's times like we burn out and maybe it's nice to have that change on uh, on somebody that you really like and on their YouTube channel or on their feed that you're seeing something totally different. Do you know what I mean? And that's going to give you inspiration in a whole other way. So, and, and then you get to see different parts of this person. So through all that, we're seeing new things about Crystal. You know what I mean? And I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. You know what I mean? Just not, I keep saying that, but it's just, <laughs> it's just, I think it's great. I think it's great. Well, I think there's there's great fear in change. Um, there's fear, especially from the perspective of uh, content creators, people who make it their business to share things. There's fear that if I change what I'm doing, people won't like me anymore and they'll leave. And yes, some people will. <laughs> some people will. But I'm, I think I'm at the point right now where I'm not willing to sacrifice anymore who I am, what I like to do. And I'm not going to sacrifice that I have to stay the same always. Right. Um, I, it, it is okay to change. It is okay to grow. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like that's what I learned in this last month. It's okay to just do, to just do you. Say people, if people leave because they, you change your, your content, you know what, then you really didn't like me to begin with. You know what I mean? Because I am more than just this content. And, you know, bless you. Thank you for stopping by. And hopefully you learned something while you were here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, 
you know. Good luck. <laughs> I'm, I'm so ruthless. No, it's all good. You know, I'm just saying. What about like, you, you know? two? Have either of you gone through moments of burnout? Josie, how about you? Have you had had a yes. moment? I did. Um, with October Daily last year, I guess burnt out because it felt like um, it felt like October Daily was like a big competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't feel good. It did not feel good to me. Um, like in past years, October Daily just brings me so much joy. Like it's just fun. Like every day is just fun. Um, and it did not seem fun at all. <laughs> and I think that caused me to feel burnout. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just couldn't create because I felt bummed. I felt sad, you know, and I was going through some stuff, uh, with a friend and it just killed my October daily joy. Mm-hmm. I decided I wasn't, I wasn't going to pressure myself in creating things that weren't bringing me joy. And because I know that I love October daily all year round, I don't just love it. Like in October, I, I legit like am thinking about it like all year round. I know it sounds weird, but it just, it's so fun for me. And so, like you said, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was in a safe place. Like you just mentioned that a little bit earlier, kind of being like safe, you know, I just decided I would revisit it. And I gave myself that permission to say, it's okay if you don't finish October daily this year, like it's okay. And before I've always been like, oh my God, I have six completed October dailies. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that's out the window because it doesn't mean anything. Like scrapbooking is a hobby that you can pick up or leave it. Like it's always going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you were just saying about your week in the life last year, like you pointed right to it and you're like, yep, it's right here. And that's okay. Like, no, we're the boss of ourselves. We're the boss of our Instagram page. We're the boss of our Instagram stories. Like nobody, like <laughs> nobody has any control over us and what we post or what we choose to share or what we choose to create. And I just feel so much more free after that whole October daily experience. I just feel like I'm free. Like if I want to create something, I'm going to create it. If I don't, then I won't. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. But it's kind yeah. of hard getting to that point. It's hard getting to that point. Yeah, it's it's because we expect so much from ourselves, right? And like you said, we don't want to let people down. Well, and then social media makes you feel like you're not. Sometimes can make you feel like you're not doing your best because everybody's like blowing it up and sharing all their projects. But you know, that's IG life. You know what I'm saying? Like. Real life is a whole other situation. So you have to feel good first before you can really put the work in. You know what I'm saying? So it's like always take care of you first Mm -hmm. for sure. So I think that's Mm -hmm. good. 
What about you, Janet? Do you have experience with burnout and I recovering? Do. I do, but burnout. my burnouts always come because um, I'm more. I'm a person like I have. I'm like a, a lot of people probably experience. See, like I come in seasons. There's times when I don't like things are going on in my life, and that's usually what burns me out. So therefore, I can't. I put my mind onto creating. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like my life has to be, I have to be in a good place in my life to be able to create. So usually my burnout always comes from everyday <laughs> everyday <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Not necessarily like crafting because my mind is so like into what's going on in my life that I, I'm not in the uh, happy space to be able to create. So that's how it works for me. You know, overcoming certain things sometimes um, is a big factor, especially like lots of anxiety and just different things like that. It's not necessarily the projects that burn me out. It's just life. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really important to know about yourself. Yeah. To know that when life gets crazy, that it's okay to set everything else down Mm -hmm. and just focus on getting real life good again. Yeah. And that's the thing is sometimes I, you know, when you see people that bring content all all the time, sometimes you wonder like, do they ever have, like, how do they separate life from being affected, from affecting their, um, affecting their, their, their memory keeping, their scrapbooking. Like, how do you separate that? Because like, I'm somebody that cannot separate that because and I'm documenting photos of my family or whatever. Like, how can I separate uh, what's going on in life to um, my fun hobby? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't. I can never do that. I don't know if you guys can. Like, you know, does that make sense? Yes. I would say yes and no for that mm-hmm. for me. Like mm-hmm. like meaning like sometimes sometimes I don't separate them and I just let them overlap. Mm-hmm. And uh I might not share those things yeah. publicly. Right. Or if I do, I might blur it out or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um a lot of times I don't because for me the writing part is the part that helps me get through it. Mm. Uh, but other times, especially when it comes to sharing pages for inspiration, I do believe in sharing harder stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people know that about me. I, I believe in that because I think that it can provide therapy for ourselves. Yeah. But I think it also encourages other people to know, number one, they're not alone. Right. And number two... Um, that it's okay to put it down on paper. Right. Like we have these ugly, ugly thoughts in our heads. Sometimes it's okay to put that down on paper. You might want to, if you want to burn it afterwards, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you right. You don't, right. Have, you don't have to preserve it or anything, Right. <laughs> but getting it down on paper can really help. Um, but at what point is, you know, for me, we've got family drama and yeah. we've got, yeah, I mean, Aaron and I's relationship is really great, but it's not always really great, you know? Right. Um, but that is not something that I would necessarily – some of it I share. Like, like I recently shared how 
I interviewed him on my word play and I asked him like, Hey, you know, do you notice any changes in me? Cause like I noticed changes in me and he's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, so like, do you see me? Like, am I, do I seem more playful? Am I playing more, you know, yeah. like trying to probe him? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, come on. And he's like, you know, I really can't say that I notice anything different. <laughs> such a guy i mean such a guy like when you go get your hair done i think yeah you're just not paying attention to me (laughs) i I did share that publicly and he knows i shared that but like some things obviously we have big fights like i'm not gonna right that's not gonna be out there for people to see right and that will affect creativity like it does it does how can you possibly yeah be in a space that brings you joy yeah with this big cloud over you like right, i don't yeah. want that to taint my space right <laughs> so, mm-hmm. totally yeah that's for sure that's like you know that's what it is it's just like regular life stuff sometimes just overcomes and it just takes away that crafting joy sometimes you know and yep. it's just like that's how i come in like it's not necessarily crafty burnout it's just you know life mm-hmm. so well, I'm sure you're not alone. No, I'm I mean, sure I'm not. I'm there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's got to be everybody. Yeah. I'm sure a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. We- so we had a, a couple of people uh, write in and the first one here kind of sort of relates to what we've been talking about. And um, it's a, a woman who wants to document the um, birth of her child. But when she had her child, uh, she was in this kind of this dark place where um, she wasn't super happy about it at the Mm. time um, and struggled with, with some maybe postpartum depression. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Uh, But it's been years and you know, she's happy. (laughs) Yeah. Great relationship with her child now and her uh, one of her, either a, a sibling or a sibling-in-law ha- is having a child and she wants to make a baby album for this new niece or nephew mm-hmm. and feels guilty. Like she can't start it <clears throat> because she never documented her child's birth, Yeah, but doesn't know how. So what advice do we have for documenting big events like that where there's heavy feelings, where maybe... Maybe things aren't all rose-colored. Um, and should we still document those stories? Um, I am I can totally relate to this 100%. I totally feel that. Um, I, I would say just do it because I – and the reason I'm going to say that is because I've been in that position. I am in that position. Um, I suffered from postpartum depression with my first child, and that was just, you know – that's a whole other situation. So I can totally understand how she feels and why her niece, is it her niece you said? Yeah, uh, I think a niece or a nephew. It's the same with me. I get so many questions why. I had a lot of times I have people tell me, you document your niece stuff a lot. You know, you're such a great aunt. You're so, you know, because I do tend to document my niece's stuff a lot. But I feel I do that because <sighs> it's my niece. It's not my kid. Do you get what I'm saying? And what I mean by that, the emotions that I have from the stuff that I quote unquote failed on 
as a mother um, when I was going through postpartum that I feel like, you know, I wasn't a perfect mom or a good mom or, or you know, there was a lot of things that I didn't do right. Um, I didn't do that with my niece. So the emotions aren't there. So it's not going to block me from creating her an album. You know what I'm saying? But I'm being able to, I, I'm creating and I'm giving her something. But yes, we do have those feelings of like, okay, but I haven't even done that for my child. But it's hard sometimes. It's hard to, if you're not healed from it and you're not, mm-hmm. and you haven't healed from that, it's going to be hard to, to even start it. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I would just say, I think you, you should just go ahead and do that and then see how that makes you feel. Maybe that will help you heal a little in a way and get you to the point where you can actually work on your daughter's album or your child's album. You know what I mean? Because like for me, that type of stuff does help because then I get into like, oh, well, I want to work on one of my kids stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or I want to go back and maybe I'll do this page for this for, you know, when I was, you know, with this child or whatnot. Um, Because postpartum, if that's what it was, is just it's it's a very, very hard thing and very hard to um, kind of forget. I don't know. But for me, it's kind of hard to forgive yourself on certain things sometimes, you know. So I think like being able to just work on a niece's album might get you to be able to work on yours. Mm-hmm. It's like a road, kind of like therapy, almost starting that route, you know, actually getting into something. I love that advice. Yeah. I mean, I do too. Um, That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. I, I don't, I don't have like a total relation to it because I didn't go through any of that with my kids. But one thing I will say for when you have healed through this and you are ready to document pieces of that story is if if this is an album that you are hoping your child will someday look at, a journaling angle that you could take on this story is something along the lines of what I want you to know now about how I felt back then. And you can use that potentially as a way to talk about how it was hard, that there were pieces of that story that were hard, but what do you want your child to know about that now? Maybe you had to go through that in order to get to where you are today, or maybe there's a piece of that story because we don't we don't know what our kids are going to face as they grow up and or or what our nieces and nephews are going to face or our grandchildren are going to face. And it's highly likely that somebody who is connected to you may potentially have a moment like this as well, may have difficulties connecting with their child at the beginning. And having those pieces of the story told can be such a, a blessing to those people to know that they're not alone. You know, there's moments, I think, as a parent, like for me, we've, we suffered some pretty, some pretty big anger issues in 2020 in our house, like mm-hmm. pretty bad, both me and Aaron. And um, I think about eventually documenting those stories and using that angle of what I want you to know now about what happened then and this like year of anger um, that wasn't really about you, but you you were there and right. we, we put it on you. Um, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. Right. But 
the likelihood that they'll go through something later in life mm-hmm. and have that to look back on and be like, you know what? I, you know, I hopefully, hopefully they look back and say like, I had a great childhood. I mean, that's what I hope. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's what we childhood. all hope. Yeah. You know, and my mom was angry for a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's okay. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person if I yell at my kid, you know, like I'm okay. I'm okay. Right. Um, cause there's no such thing as perfect parenting. There's just no such thing. We're yeah. all just doing the best we can exactly. with what we have and the tools at our disposal. We're just doing the best we can, but mm-hmm. that would be when you're ready to tell the story, maybe approach it in that way yeah. of letting your, ch- you know, writing it to your child. What I want you to know, cause they surely don't need to know everything. That's true. Unless you want them to. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then you can tell them everything, Depends. but they don't have to. They don't have to know it all. Right. Yeah. I think that's a good approach. I think um, even uh, like, I know this is way off topic, but mm-hmm. the Amber, um, the Johnny Depp trial and all that. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I know. I know. It's just it's funny. It's a tricky, that, yeah. tricky situation. <laughs> but I've been watching some YouTubes where therapists are on. Oh, okay. And, and they're saying, hey, if you've gone through trauma, like, write, get a journal, start writing stuff down, and maybe have a separate journal where you can work out your own feelings. Or even like Crystal saying, she writes about the hard stories. I never have, um, but eventually I do want to because you know I I I'm listening to these different different therapists. They're all basically saying the same thing, like, "Hey, get a journal, write things down, like work through it." Because I think that's kind of what you do in therapy. You know, you're talking with somebody; it's a, almost a form of journaling because you're just speaking it out loud to somebody. Yeah, you but, definitely have to be ready to like read it because you know then it makes it real almost like you know what I mean or either you can you know write the journal or write it out to yourself yeah and you like Crystal said you can always burn it up yeah or you know toss it or rip it up into a million pieces so nobody knows what you wrote yeah um but I definitely agree with both of you ladies do it when you're ready. Cause if you're not ready, it's going to go back to like, it's not bringing you joy. Mm-hmm. And you want to start off in a, in a, you know, with joy because you, your child's going to look back on this. So maybe a separate journal just for yourself to work through it. And then yeah. you can get into that position where you're like, okay, I'm ready. Or, Hey, I just did my niece's album. And maybe do your journal on the side. And then after you complete your niece's album, you can start on your own child's. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Because uh, I'll give you an example. Okay. So I made my, I've made my nephew a mini album, but I've never made like my son, his, like his baby shower mini album. But I did that for my, for my nephew. And it's just like, you know, um, what was I going to say? Um, like I said, it's just it, there's those feelings aren't there. The feelings are different. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like you're not I'm, attached. Yeah, you're not, you're not like, attached. Yeah, right. Not in that kind of way because you. It's like you. You didn't 
hate again, you didn't I hate to use the word fail, but you know how we are with our we didn't do anything wrong in that relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like much easier. So yeah. I say just yeah. just try it. Try it and see how it mm-hmm. goes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. The next the next um I want to call it a question, but it's not a question. The next prompt or, or story that was written in about um, was from another one of our friends who lost a loved one during COVID and was not able to say goodbye the, to them in person, mm. but is having trouble documenting this story. Uh, for this one, I'll start out by saying, like, uh, I guess my if I were to approach this story myself, I would imagine that I am standing in the room with the loved one who I am going to be able to say goodbye to you in person. And what would I say to them mm-hmm. and write that down? Um, that I think that can help to bring out those. Cause sometimes there are things that are unsaid and we feel guilty about not saying them when we had a chance or not having the chance to say the things we wanted to say. And that doesn't mean that you still don't have that chance. You totally do. Um, you can write it down now. You can document it now and, and know that those thoughts, those feelings, that love is out there. It is given. It's given to that person, even if they're not here anymore. Um, that's, yeah, that's my advice. Do you guys have anything you want to add to that? Oh, well, I would say, I mean, I would, I think I feel like I would start with doing something kind of therapeutic in a way. Like I would maybe like release a lanterns, you know how you can release those lanterns, those little light up lanterns Mm -hmm. and you can release them. Like you can have like something small like that where you can do something that you are doing in memory of them. And kind of releasing Mm -hmm. that energy out there and just, you know, those feelings. And then get yourself into maybe start working on the page or the the journal or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, Because that might help. Releasing the feelings. You know what I mean? Like by doing something Mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I don't know if that makes sense. but It it does. I I would suggest... um, something similar to Janet, mm-hmm. um, kind of like Dia de los Muertos, where you mm-hmm. celebrate mm-hmm. the person and you don't make it about mm-hmm. being sad. Like for me, like my parents passing, like traumatic, it was mm-hmm. a traumatic experience for me to go through being so little. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now as an adult, it still affects me, believe me, trust me, all these years later. And maybe that's because I never really, you know, realized what I went through. Um, but now it's like, I celebrate them and I don't necessarily mourn them. Um, because I know they wouldn't want me to be sad. They would want me to be happy. They wouldn't want me to carry on that burden. In fact, my son, um, hope he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) His grandmother passed And, um, actually, I'm sorry, his great grandma and, um, he didn't attend her, um, last birthday. Mm. Um, and 
he was just kicking himself over it. Like, mom, I, I, you know, I didn't go to her last birthday party. And I just remember telling him like, she would not want you to be sad today about that. Like it's something so small, but it's big to you. But in the reality, you were always there for her. You always went to go visit her. Like you were a great grandson to her. Um, And she, you know, she would want you to be happy. She's in heaven now. And like, she would feel so good if she knew that you uh, were happy that you weren't here living on this earth being sad about her. Like that's, that's not what she would want for you. Try to apply that to, you know, same thing to my mom and dad that they wouldn't want me to be here sad. And even if I didn't like, same as like going to church. Like I don't feel I have to be in church in order to pray or in order to talk to God. Like, I feel like I can do it anywhere. Like when right. in the morning, when I wake up, I just start talking to God. Like, that's just what I do to get me prepared for the day. Or yeah, she can, you know, say her goodbyes anywhere. Right. In her heart. Like, and she can do it as many times as she wants until she feels good and she's able to be in that spot where she can say, okay, I'm going to celebrate. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that's great. One of my, my biggest beliefs is that no matter what happens to us after we leave this earth, that what we leave behind are our legacy, are our stories. Um, The ways that we've touched other people's lives, the ways that we have inspired other people, we are our stories. And for me, that's a big reason why I celebrate Dia de los Muertos Mm -hmm. is because it is a celebration of the stories of our loved ones, Um, not necessarily their, you know, how they passed away. I mean, that could be part of it. But for me, when I'm documenting in that album that I have, I'm choosing to tell stories of how they, how they impacted my life um, because I want them to be preserved in that way. And I hope that someday when I go, <laughs> that that's what will be remembered of me is how I, how I left a mark on people's life. Right. Um, which totally, you just totally made me think of that, Josie. So I'm, I'm really thankful you brought that up because that's a great, it's a great um, piece of advice. Um, the next one that I have, the last one that's kind of like on a, <laughs> a harder story topic is um, and the idea of documenting things better. Meaning, have you ever had a story or um, stories that you've told that you've documented in a book somehow, but you didn't document them to the extent that you would have liked. And in this particular instance, the uh, writer person who wrote in is talking about COVID that they documented COVID, but they're not happy with how much or how little they documented COVID. They want to tell a better story and wondered <laughs> Is it too late? Is it too late? Have I let too much time go by that I can't tell this story in the way I want to? 
What are I, your thoughts on that? Let it go. It is not too late. You can just go back to it anytime. I mean, look at me. <laughs> we prime example right here. You can go back and document whenever, you, whatever you want, whenever you want. I don't think any time goes by unless you're somebody who like writes a lot, like crystal here and feels like you'll forget something you know but there's so much that you can look up you can google stuff you can you know what i'm saying there's so much news that you can look and i'm sure you can probably still remember what things that you personally went through you know what i'm saying like it's never too late it's not it's not i mean i agree i'm gonna i'm gonna say i agree with you and sometimes it's even better to do it later yeah because you're not in that zone where like let's say when covid first happened everybody was so scared everybody's buying toilet paper like you can't find clorox wipes on your shelves like i couldn't find pasta i know i was just like what is going on with this world like this is unreal but i think it's almost better to do it later because you're you're not in a rush to tell the story because time has already passed and yeah. you can also do research. Yeah. I mean, I know who wants to do research, but this is a good research. We're like, what was I doing then? Like, let me look through my camera roll. Like, what? Ha- like, I took this picture. Why did I take this picture? Let me go online and like do some research. Like, just to me, it sounds exciting. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's ever too late. I mean, what do you think, Crystal? I am on the same page as you guys that it is it is never too late to document your stories. I did not so I have project life from 2015 through current. But I actually didn't start project life until halfway through 2018. Hmm. So that means I made an entire album about the year Izzy was born, so 2015, hmm. when I was pregnant with my son almost 4 years later. It's never too late. When you go back and you look at those pictures and you you read the text messages that you might have screenshotted or you like with COVID, all those memes, like yeah. so many memes <laughs> that will just take you down memory trail. If you sit down with some of those pictures and just start writing, I bet you that you will get a lot of the untold story out. Yeah. And in fact, you probably will never tell the whole complete story because there are so many pieces to it. Um, which for me, I actually like to revisit stories and tell them again <laughs> because you have perspective and you have um, you have hindsight and ex- you know experience in life, and that can change pieces of your story in a good way where you can look back on, you know. February of 2020 when we're all panicking and bleaching our food or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Clorox wiping I know. every package down. You can look back on that and be like, that was a little crazy, but also like we really thought that we were going to pick up a loaf of bread, get COVID and die. Like it was just, you know, yeah, like, I mean, it was, it was bad. terrifying time. It was terrifying. Bad. Yeah. It's never too late. You can go back and you still have those pieces of the story in your mind. They are there. I promise. Yes, I agree. Yeah. She says, what tips do you recommend for someone who is looking to change sizes? 
I'm used to 12 by 12, but have many, many albums I want to make that would be six by eight. It seems so hard to make the change. Have you guys have any experience with making the change? Uh, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 yeah, do them both. Yeah. If you're comfortable in 12 by 12, but you want to experiment in six by eight, do it as just that an experimentation so that you're not pressured to, you know, all of your stories must now be in this size that you're uncomfortable with. Like ease yourself in, you know, start with that 12 by 12. Maybe you're making, maybe you make four layouts a month. So make three layouts in the 12 by 12 and do one six by eight just to give it a shot. Also scrap lift like Mm -hmm. a ton, just scrap lift, find things that appeal to you and make them. And eventually you'll figure out the scale of the new page. You'll figure out what can go on there, how much can go on there, what you're comfortable with putting on there. And you'll develop your own style where you won't, you won't, let me say, you won't quote unquote have to scrap lift people. You can adapt it or you can also still scrap lift or you can make your own completely original ideas. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, just play. I agree because, or or like, you know, just make, try it for like an October daily project or a December daily project or a summer project. Try it for just one project and see how it goes. For sure. Just do it, friend. Just do it. Yes. We are your cheerleaders, Kimberly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. You know what? I am I was afraid of going in. I was a 12 by 12 girl. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid. Well, and I, I had experience with 6 by 8. But from 6 by 8, I was afraid to go into Traveler's Notebook. Because I was like, how in the world am I going to print a, what is it, 4 by 8 photo? Like that just scared me. How am I going to narrow down? All I'm used to is 12 by 12 and six by eight. How I, I, in my mind, I was like, there's no way I can figure out how to do a traveler's notebook. But then once you said, like you say, Crystal, just practice and just go for it. It's, you know, dreamy because you're like, oh my God, there's only this much space. Like I really don't have to do a lot for a traveler's notebook page. Girl, I have multiple scrapbooking personalities. I am all over the place. <laughs> I don't even pay attention. I don't even care. I'm just like, I'm doing this, 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 that. Personalities all over the place. Traveler's Notebook, 6x8, 12x12, 9x12, Minia. I'm, I have multiple personalities when it goes to scrapbooking. <laughs> I do too. I do too. But I feel like, and you probably had the same experience where it, you didn't just start into all of it all at once. Like you mm. started with one and then built in another one and then was like, well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. So then built yeah. in another one. It's like, also, I, that was fun too. You start with your <laughs> your real personality and then it just like, <laughs> you know, when they're like, oh, I thought it was only <laughs> like those shows, you know, when they're discovering per- people's like the personnel, like they had so many like multiple personalities. Oh, I only thought I had five. No, it turns out I have 20. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that you can do, uh, what I like to do is um, like challenge a friend. Mm. And that way you're not doing it by yourself. You're like, hey, like, let's challenge each other to use this in our layout 
Mm-hmm. And you could say the same thing to your friend, like, hey, let's challenge each other and make a six by eight layout to try and get into it. And then you can, you know, you start discussing and it just builds all this communication about ideas and um, things that you can do. And it's just so inspiring, you know, to talk to a fellow crafter. Yeah. So definitely, even if it's online, even if you talk to people on Instagram, right? you know, like yeah. it's fun because it's a never ending conversation. Right. <laughs> um, she says, hi ladies. I would like uh, to have help in telling the story of my birth dad. My parents divorced when I was two and my mom had sole custody of me. My mom remarried and married the man I consider my dad. However, right before I got married, my birth dad passed away. I had always thought that a day would come that I would meet him again. And now that cannot happen. I would love to tell a story about him and how I wouldn't be here without him. I know this is a tough story and I want to tell it. I think that last sentence that she said is just beautiful. I would love to tell a story about him and how I wouldn't be here without him. Like that just says a lot to me mm-hmm. about how grand she thinks about him. You know, even though it might have sound like she didn't get to spend t- too much time with him. An idea that popped instantly into my mind while you were reading that is... Um, I wonder, Nicole, if you have anyone in your in your life who did know him mm. or if there's a way for you to get in contact with somebody who knew him and to do some kind of um, like there's a deeper story here. Right. There's a deeper story that will probably take more time and more um, emotional energy to tell, which is the his because of him, you are here. And that story. But then there's also a lighter story that you could tell on top to get you started, which would be something something like listing, like a listing type of story where you're just telling facts about him. Like, what if you were able to talk to somebody about, you know, did he like sports? Did mm-hmm. he cook? Did he... You know, what was his favorite color? What color were his eyes? What features do you have that you share? Um, Just some really surface level types of things that helps you get to know him as a person. Um, And then the deeper story comes in of like how this person who we've now identified and defined in some way, how his existence created your existence and the bigger picture of what that means. Yeah. I think I like that's that. great. Yeah. I do too. I would even go so far to say, like, if I was Nicole, I'd be like, I would go to my mom and I would be like, how did you guys meet? Like, what was your favorite things to do? Like she could learn a lot from her mom about like his mannerisms and what he liked and, you know, try and, figure out like, is she like him? Like, does she like the same foods he does? Or, um, you know, like there's so many, like I can see, um, like facial expressions that my kids do that looks like their father, you know what I mean? Like just little things like that, I think, um, are golden, you know? Um, and then like maybe ask her mom about, 
her birth story. Like, how was it in the hospital? Like, what happened? Um, I think those would be fun. Well, I like that, Josie. I'm thinking, I know Nicole has children. So I'm thinking at it as as her position as a mom and how she sees her husband maybe with her children and things that she would want to make sure to like document from her like perspective as a mother you know what I'm saying like kind of try to bring that in to like you said to the questions that she might ask her mom or you know any family members does he have siblings does he have you know any family I guess you can write down the questions that you or write down the moments that you've or things about your husband that you've been wanting, like that, that you want to capture in your stories, kind of, and make it that towards like your father, your, your biological, you know, your your biological dad. Do you know what I'm saying? And and if there is family that you can ask his family, you know, whatever. I think that would be definitely a good way of, of doing it. I mean, I know it's hard. First of all, it has to be hard. You know, I mean, there's yes, not going to. Totally. I I hate to be so blunt, but. There's probably not going to be any way to get past the emotion part on that. Like, you're going to have to just truck on through that. You know what I'm saying? And I know that sounds kind of harsh, and I am I do apologize for that. But I feel like as a friend, I would be like, just, just go. You know, just do it. And at the end, you're going to come out feeling, like, just so much better, I think. You know, with what you come yeah. to find out. Does that make sense? In a way? Perfect time because Father's Day is coming up, right. too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that that would be my way is kind of like chucking through it, I guess. But it's easier said than done all the time. But it, I, I definitely would start with the source. Like, I think you mm-hmm. have to f- figure out if you want your mom to be that source or if you want one of your biological dad's family member. Because sometimes we don't know what the relationship was between mom and dad either. So you might not get, you know, the full story from <laughs> You get her perspective, you know, you know, so it's just like if you can go to a relative of your biological father's, I think that would be a good start. Mm-hmm. I, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now they Families have an like an ancestry. Yeah. Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, like I'm just using this as an example, but yeah. when I want to. When I see something and I want to buy it, I start researching the heck out of it. I'm like, <laughs> what do I know about this thing? And I and honestly, I envision it and I find it. It's so crazy. That's so weird. <laughs> I'm she, not she kidding. It. I do. It. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like she can, um, you know, kind of use that, um, go searching for the answers that she's looking for and you'll find them. Definitely. I think for sure it's definitely have to go to a source, a family member, a mom, you know, and I feel like Mm -hmm. you have to know if you're okay to start that mentally, emotionally, like you have to ask yourself, am I ready? to start this am i okay to go through whatever is going to come up you know what i'm saying again like it's kind of like going back to the 
um, postpartum, if that's what it was, going back to postpartum, you always have to ask yourself, am I mentally and emotionally ready to go through this little, the roller coaster? And if you are, then, then it's time, mm-hmm. you know? And if you get started mm-hmm. and find out that maybe this isn't the right time, it's okay to put it away right. too. Definitely. Come back later. For sure. I agree. Totally. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, can you imagine how much feeling is involved? Like that's yeah. her dad. Right. Yeah. So much love is right there. Yeah. And especially because he's not here. Like that's just, that's really hard. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we helped. I hope we helped. Yeah, you. I hope yeah. so. Everybody, everyone who wrote in. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening and, and running into some writers, roadblocks, um, whether it's to do with your story or a layout design or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Feel free to write us and write it into us, and we'll we'll try to help you too. That's I think our all all three of our mission is just to help as much as we can. Yeah, totally. <laughs> throw throw right. a bunch of stuff at the wall for you and hope something sticks. <laughs> yeah, that's um, for sure. But we, we do appreciate. Oh, we have two more. We, we do. Yeah, oh, we have two we, more. Yeah, I'm oh, so sorry. And I it. think I think that no, we're good. I think. I didn't leave anybody out. Um, we have our friend, Jen Sparker Kate. She says, I have a question for the next story hour. I get random ideas throughout the day of stories and I want to tell, and I don't have a great way to organize them. I tried a Google doc, but found I never opened it. So right now I'm emailing myself and leave them unread in my inbox until, until I see them. It's working, but bugs me that I have unread emails. <laughs> Just curious to hear some other ideas. Thanks. Loving the show, like always. Thank you, Jen. I discovered a new app that could be helpful. <laughs> um, okay. it's, it's called, hold on, let me find out what it's called. It's called Milla Note, like M-I-L-A, Milla Note. Mm. And it's basically, um, it's kind of like if you have an iPhone, there's the Notes app. It's like that, but I like it better Um, because it organizes, you can have notes, like quick notes, and and they're organized in here. So I have like a list for what I want to buy at Target. And then I just (laughs) put my stuff on there when I feel like it and check it off when I'm in the store. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have like a video idea. And so they're all, I can see them all here, but then there are also boards. So if you see an image on Instagram and you want to you want to scrap lift it, you can just grab that image and throw it into a board for whatever the story idea that came up um, and and hold it there. So it is kind of like a Google Doc, but it's not as complicated, meaning because I've used Google Docs too. And mm-hmm. you, there is an app, but it's just, I don't know, it's not as um, aesthetically pleasing or <laughs> as easy to find what you want. So maybe try Millanote. I know a lot of people use OneNote, which I think works very similarly. Um, or just get yourself a uh, notebook, like a physical notebook that you just, it can fit in your purse and carry that around with you. Jot things down in your notebook <laughs> and and use that. That's a lot of times what I do. What do you guys do for yours? Sometimes I will screenshot, like if I have an idea or um, I like something that somebody did, like I'll screenshot it or like 
I don't know. I have a habit of screenshotting and I will print it just on regular printer paper, like really small in the print to size app. You can, you know, print, you know, measure it really small. And um, I print it out as a reminder because if I have it somewhere digital, like if I can't see it, I'm not remembering it. Mm -hmm. But if I print it, I guess I'm more of a visual person. If I print it and I know it and I have it in my one spot of like things that I want to do, I'll, when I want to do something, I'll be like, oh, where is my, you know, let me go through my notes. So I keep kind of like a little spot by my desk, like by um, my post-it notes. And I just randomly throw, you know, cut up those pictures and put them in there. And that helps. Yeah. So her question was what she doesn't remember the story on the photo or what, what was that? No, like she how, gets random ideas like throughout the day. And she's like, Oh, I want to do a story of that, about that. Okay. Or, but she doesn't have a great way to organize her ideas. So, I mean, this, what I've done and I haven't done for a while, but I've been wanting to do it. And I don't know if this works or not, but so what I do, like, there's times where I get ideas and I'm like, oh, I want to do this, but I don't want to forget. So usually what I do, I go into my camera roll and I start in the beginning of the year, January, and I'll go through my photos. And if there's a story or something or a picture that I know that I thought of, oh, I want to make sure to tell this or whatever, I will write, get one of my notebooks. I have one of my notebooks and I write down the month, the day, um, of the photo that the photo was taken and I write down like what happened or what was the story. So when I go back and think, Oh, I want to make sure to go back in January and document, you know, when the kids went sledding, whatever I go in my notebook and I can see like, you know, what happened or how I organized to make sure what photos I wanted to print out. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Because, I mean, that's what I do. I go into my camera roll, look at the photo, put the month and the day down, and then eventually later on, a couple months later, I'll remember, like, I'll think of things that I want to do with with these certain photos, and it's already written down what I wanted to make sure to capture. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. When, um... When I was back at work and I would go into the office every day, I had a bullet journal. And so mm. for my, my 15 minute break, I would make sure and I would like be creative somehow because mm-hmm. I needed that to like function the rest of the day. Right. Um, so if I saw an email or an, an idea that I had, I would just print it. And I know that's a lot of printing, but I would just print it really small and I'd stick it in my bullet journal and I'd write like what I wanted, what my ideas were about that picture mm-hmm. of what I wanted to do. Um, and it helped because I had one place, which is kind of like you're saying, a, a yeah, notebook. A notebook or I had my bullet journal. I had the picture there and then I had my notes with it. So whenever I wanted to create something, I could go back to my bullet journal and get ideas off mm. of my bullet journal, mm-hmm. the ones that I saved or that I wrote down. Right. I mean, it doesn't help me now because I'm not going into the office. So I'm not really keeping journal. a good like notes, bullet journal. Uh-huh. Um, but she could definitely do that. Yeah. You know, I think keep it, a notebook I or think, a bullet yeah. journal of some sort. I think that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Having a set journal for that, for those ideas. 
I used to do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, we have thing. so many notebooks, right? We have a notebook for everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, no- Crystal? We buy a notebook oh, yeah. every time we go all to the store. <laughs> no, Crystal, so are you still using all your notebooks? Yeah. Uh, yes, actually. Yes. I was going to give too. up on um, I am too. my daily journal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm giving up on this one because I like, I still have to fill in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from last week. And I just can't leave it unfinished. You know, so like I'll fill it in, but I was like, oh, I'm giving up on this. It's just taking up my time. I'm falling behind. And then I went to do project life from March slash April. And I was like, I don't even remember what happened. So I went back in my bullet journal and read it. There you I was go. like, okay, yeah, I got to keep doing this because that really helped. You know what? Totally. I, you know what I want to add? I just remembered I grabbed my notebook and this might help her. Um, I don't know if you guys know who, um, I think her name is Lauren. I'm not sure. She's Crafts Some Joy. Have you guys seen her? Crafts Some Joy. She's really big with um, creative memories. I don't know if you guys know who she is. Well, her name, her, her, her YouTube channel and all that is named Crafts Some Joy. And I'm not sure if she's on IG or not. But she has these printables. And... <clears throat> They're for and they're free, and she I don't know if they're still free, but when I got them, they were free. And she has different uh, printables that kind of help you organize your thoughts and your projects or ideas that come up. And I think that might be a good route for her to go because she has one set that's like you start with the project that you want to work on, and then you start rewrite the day that you want to start it, the finished day, and then supplies, and then kind of like the status of everything. You know what I mean? And then she has another printable. Um, Is this her Janet Crafts and Joy? Yes, Crafts and Joy. And then she has another printable that says just notes. So uh, I print. I usually would print that out, and then I put notes. I'd put albums for 2020, and then in there I would put like albums and ideas that I have for albums and projects, and kind of just dump it all in that printable. And then she also had like print tracker. So she has like she gives you a printable where you print your photos, selected photos, edit it. Like you kind of check off your photos that you selected, edited, and printed, and then you have like notes. And then she has one that says um, timeline tracker. She says the big picture for making albums across the year. So then you would kind of, so what I did, I would put the years and then I put individual people in my family and what albums I wanted or projects I wanted to make sure to capture for that specific person or that specific holiday, that specific vacation or that specific uh family get together and then i would put the year down on one side and kind of individualize through that see there was a time where i was organized everybody yeah you sound very organized and then she had one more which is called the project tracker so then that's where i would track that like put the projects that i was actually working on not the ones that i wanted to do but the ones i was actually working on and kind of dump everything in those Sorry. So that then led me into going through my camera roll and going through each photo and kind of writing down a project or memory that I wanted to make sure to capture in that from those sets. Does that make sense? Yeah. So anyways, her name is Crafts. I don't know. I think it's Lauren Hines or something like that. I don't know if I'm saying if it's her name is Lauren or not, but she's with Creative Memories and she um, has a whole bunch of printables and I found them very helpful. 
I'm looking at her stuff right now. It's yeah, really... she's very. Okay, I was looking at the wrong girl. Oh, oh were you? It's like <laughs> on Instagram. Right. Her, is... her name, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's craft mm-hmm. dot or period some period joy. Yes, so yes. craft some joy. Yep. Lauren Hines. Yes, that's Lauren. She, um, and she, mm-hmm. You can see her printables. I just went and looked them up on her website, yeah. which she has linked. I mean, her website's literally craft some joy, but no periods in there. Dot mm-hmm. com. Mm-hmm. All one word. Do you see the printables on? Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, I mean, I they helped me at that time and they still continue. Like, I still go to them sometimes, but it gave me a start to kind of condense like all those projects and those ideas that you get in your head yes totally and then sometimes you're like what what did i want to make what was that thing that i wanted to make yeah so instead of sending yourself emails you just look at your and i used a happy planner um happy notes notebook and i that's what on her website she shows it with a happy planner yeah so i copied yeah obviously nice (laughs) That's Janet's awesome. idea, everyone. Totally my idea. idea. <laughs> All mine. I'm one of them people. Thank, thank you for sharing her, Janet. Yeah, I like yeah. her. She's very, she's on, actually, she has her YouTube channel, and she's on every Friday live and sharing stuff that she does. And she's very productive. She's not, a t- she's just somebody who does not worry about, like, you know, making it look so perfect. I mean, her they're great. She mm-hmm. gets stuff done. This lady gets stuff done. Kind of like you, Crystal. But, like, I, I mean, it's just, like, I, I even would make them, because, you know, I like Project Life, and then I like making mini albums. So then I would, like, subcategorize everything to where, like, okay, this is going to go in Project Life, but I'm also making a mini album for this person, like, for this child, you know, for the that moment or whatever. But anyways, that's her printables helped me. So I think they might help our friend. Yes. Thank you for sharing that, Janet. Yes. Good thing yeah, I remember. Sure. We got one more. Do Ooh, we have time? Ooh, let's get we'll it in. It. Let's get it in. <laughs> we won't see right. Crystal till next month, so let's get it in. <laughs> okay. She says, uh, her name is Dahlia Monk. I was listening to the show and was so sorry I didn't ask my journaling questions as you had such great answers. I have two issues. One, I am not a very poetic person. So every time somebody says, write about the way you feel about the picture, I can only say happy, proud, or sad. And that's it. That's my type of girl. (laughs) And number two, I don't scrapbook for future generations, more for myself. So I feel very silly writing down something that I know very well, like that guitar Crystal's grandfather gave her. It's one of the reasons I find it difficult to journal about myself. I already know these things. So she finds it silly? kind of the same way like I struggled with journaling Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't really journal Mm. um I would only journal if I wanted to tell a story about a photo that I wasn't in so I would you know when I would journal about my kids I can say how I felt about them what they were doing um what I hoped for whatever that was easy but if I was in the photo and I was doing something I would be just like her, like I was happy or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know really what to write. Mm -hmm. Um, And recently what helped me was, I know this is a plug for Everyday Explorers Co., but the prompt stamps, I recently um, 
had to create something with the prompt stamps. And oh my God, I just kept writing and writing. I wrote the most I ever wrote like on a layout and I just couldn't believe it. It like the prompt stamps really help. So that might like be a jumping off point Hmm. um, to get the story going because it's specific. You have these prompt stamps that say, um, Binge watch. Sorry, girls. Or... No, no, no. What? <laughs> um, first sign of spring, a fresh start, spring mm. renewed and refreshed, favorite season, uh, cool down, like beach read, by the water, under the sun, bloom, oh, hello, spring. Like these are in with the new summer vacation. They're very like specific to the point. So maybe that might help. So that's what I would suggest. How about you girls? Sorry, I had to jump in. Um, <laughs> I what was it again? It was. A she says she's point. not a. Yeah, she's not a poetic person. So every time she's in the photo and she knows everything about it, but she all she could come up with is like happy, proud, or sad. You know what? I can't help in this situation at all because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna and be honest. Okay, and that's because okay. I am the same way. That's why I said she's my type of girl. I cannot help you because yeah. the, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, I was happy. Like you know what I'm saying. I'm not really. I'm okay. This is how I am. Like in my mind, it's all there. I know exactly what I was feeling. I know how deep the feelings were. I know what I want to say. But when it comes to that time of writing it down. I am like, don't know how to say it. Like, I want to say so many things at once that it sounds all disorganized. So I have thoughts on this, right? Of mm-hmm. course I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it I'm going to say here, and part of it we're going to demonstrate as we do our tell me a story. We're going to okay. demonstrate this. So um, for the first issue of not being poetic, a um, couple things here. One, you can tell as much or as little of the story as you want. Um, just because one person is lengthy in their words doesn't mean that you have to be. Um, yeah, like and that. if you're feeling pressure to tell longer stories because you want yours to look like somebody else's or you want to sound like someone else, um, I guess my advice would be to let that go and just tell a story from a way that feels authentically you. Mm-hmm. And that might be just saying, I was happy. I was sad. Excuse me. I was excited. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go deeper and with this second issue of, of um, not necessarily knowing what to talk about <laughs> with your storytelling, mm-hmm. my advice is that When someone tells you to write about how you feel, what they're saying is on the surface, like name your emotion, but underneath the name your emotion is, but why? Right? So here's where we're going to demonstrate this. So our tell me a story and document it this week is to tell me about one daily habit that is pivotal to a productive day for you. So what is one thing that you do in your day that sets your day up right? And Janet, because you have a similar <laughs> a similar stance with journaling, let's have you answer this first. So mm. what is one habit 
that sets you up for a good day? I would say putting my dishes in the dishwasher. I mean, <laughs> I know that sounds weird, right? And you're probably looking at me because I'm a stay-at-home mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, I have to have my house clean. <laughs> like, I cannot do anything else. And Josie knows this. I've, I've said yeah. even when I was sick and couldn't get off the couch, I would literally pull myself off the couch to clean my house. I have to have like the first thing I do is like send my kid, send everybody off my husband work, kids to school, and I start cleaning my house. Like I have to vacuum every day. I have to like make sure everything's like fresh. If my area in my home is not fresh and I don't feel cozy and I don't feel like clean, like there nothing's going to go right for me. So if you were to put this down on paper mm-hmm. and say, you know, to get my day started off on the right foot, mm-hmm. the first thing I need to do is put my dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> okay. So then the next sentence would go something along the lines of this. When my house is clean mm-hmm. and the dishes are in the dishwasher, I feel... I like I energize. Like there's your one word. What I feel? I feel. What do you feel? Clean when your dishes are in the dishwasher and your house is clean. I feel clean. I feel like I'm ready to go for the day. Refreshed. Refreshed. Yeah. yeah right. There you go. I am. But why? <laughs> why is it the dishes that makes you feel this way? I guess because just seeing them in this in the sink it just makes me feel dirty. I don't know. It just feels like. As being a stay-at-home mom, I'm not doing being productive because that's what I need to do. I need to make sure my kids have a clean home. I need to make sure that their environment is nice, refreshed for when they came home from like when they come home from school. Like I need, I feel it's always like the need to make sure my children have um, a cozy home, and by by getting that, my house has to be clean and smell good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or am you I see not? What I mean? There's a whole there's a whole story. It is. That's a four by six that's a four by six digital that's a four by six card that you just said. Oh. <laughs> if yes. you were to type it out, you would have like a four by six filled up. That's true, because it always comes down to my children. Like I always want to make sure my kids um have a clean home. You know? I don't know. And I guess that stems further to when I was little, like my mom's, our house was always spick and span. Like, you know, so I guess, yeah, it, it leads to more, you know. You got a mm-hmm. five by seven. Six <laughs> by eight. <laughs> you got a whole story there, Whole girl. story. And I, I need, About and I need Crystal to guide me through each word in that, in that whole sentence to know what the heck I'm going to say. See? <laughs> no, you're you good. My, my only point is that, you know, you can say, you can you can name a fact, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, the one habit that is pivotal to a productive day for me is putting the dishes in the dishwasher. Yeah, That's a fact. For real. But then you can take it one step further and say, okay, taking the garbage when out. I have completed this, now how do I feel? Right. Um, which I can totally relate to you because I vacuum every day. Yeah. I cannot. Stand crumbs on my. F- I just can't yeah. stand it. And I have two kids and two cats. So I don't like, like footprints. Like when I see footprints <laughs> on my carpet, I'm like, oh no. Like my kids, <laughs> I'm serious. Like I'll tell my kids, do not roll around on this side of the living room because I like to see that side clean when I'm sitting on the couch. 
<laughs> so yes. I'm like, just roll around in the rug, not in the carpet. <laughs> yes. So it's just so it's funny though, right? So like yeah. for me, my one daily habit is to make my bed. And mm. making my bed in the morning makes me feel like I have been productive. Like I yeah. have done something mm-hmm. that allows me to clean the slate, to mm-hmm. start over, to have this like freshness, not just in my house being clean, but like mm-hmm. this freshness in my brain. Yeah. I no longer have to think about the fact that my bed is not made in the next room over. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, I totally I can feel that. On. Yep. You know? Totally. And so I feel this uh, this sense of refreshment in the mm-hmm. same way that you do with your dishes. Yeah. And it's like, but why? But why is that? And it's it's that. It's the taking this weight of something I know that I should do uh, off of my shoulders. I love to go to bed in a made bed. Yeah. I love it. I hate it when my husband goes to bed first because then it's not made anymore. <laughs> you know? like, it's, it's just I t- yeah. quirks. No, right? I totally get it. Like I wash. I don't know about you guys, but I have like blankets in my living room, like throw blankets and stuff. I wash those blankets every single I'm not joking. Every single day (laughs) because I love the smell of them coming out of the the dryer. You know what I mean? Like just that, you know. (laughs) Yes. And I I do. I legit wash my um, living rooms. Yeah, throws every day. Like I'm not exaggerating people. Well, and you you really value coziness. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yes. Yes. When you're washing your blankets, you're – you're infusing them with a scent that's cozy for you. Yeah, I have to mm-hmm. I have to to be cozy. Like I have candles on all day long. Like I have to have I have to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josie, how about you? What is one habit that's pivotal for you to mm-hmm. have a productive day? I guess it would be um that I have to like wake up and I have to feel like um, I have to wake up with a grateful heart. So I need to start my day out with like thanking God, you know, for all the wonderful things that I have, you know, my health, my family. um, And just, it's all in like my mind. Like I I have to wake up and I have to be positive Mm -hmm. um, because you know, life is hard, you know, and I don't have a perfect life. I don't have a perfect family. And somehow I'm still here today and I'm happy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in order for me to get me going, like I need that time with God, even if I'm like, if I'm waking up late, I'm still like, okay, I need this. Otherwise I can't function the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, And so, and, and it's probably the only time I get a little bit of time to myself where I'm not worrying or thinking about anything else. I'm living right in that moment of being grateful and thankful. Um, And then my day can start like all the chaos of (laughs) all the things that I have to do or, or the rushing because I don't wake up early. You know, I'm like a procrastinator at everything. Um, 
and then my day can be hectic. But I also wanted to say um, that it's a mindset, mm-hmm. you know, like if you going back to the, the, the mm-hmm. person, um, Delia, who wrote in, if you are at your project and you're like, I don't know, I'm stuck or like, I don't know what to write. Like you have to go in it with thinking, I'm going to tell a story. Like I'm ready to tell a story. Like I'm at a place where I'm ready to tell a story. And I did that the other day when I journaled about this time, me and my son went out to go buy coffee. It was just a random errand that I had to do, but he got to come with me and we had time to like enjoy the day and enjoy doing it. The one tip that I had was in my mind, I wanted to tell a story. I didn't know what story I was going to tell because it was just a picture of him and I with a coffee mug, you know, Uh, but we were both smiling. Um, And another thing is I was on the computer and I found that I, it was easier for me to sit with my thoughts and to type it out versus writing. Because when I write, I'm like, my writing is like chicken scratch, you know, and like, who's going to be able to read this? But I felt better and I was able to like pause and then keep going. Like I didn't, you know, it was easier for me to be doing it at a typewriter. I'm, I'm sorry, at a, a computer. Whereas before I'd always be like, uh, I'm stuck. And right. like, I just couldn't think of anything to type out, but it was all in my mind. So if you go in there with the mindset, like, okay, I'm ready to tell a story. Like I, I want to do this. Yeah, that's good. Not, I, like I have to do this. Right. You know, like right. I have to have journaling. Mm-hmm. If I don't have right. journaling, then I'm not, this is not a scrapbook layout or whatever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. even that could just be the whole cause of not writing. That's good. Well, and even, even in telling stories about things that you already know, everything to do with them, um, sometimes there's, there's still things underneath that we haven't necessarily thought about that it's, it's not until you start thinking about it and writing about it that you ultimately walk away with a greater understanding of yourself in that moment. So even if like for me, I scrapbook and and hope that somebody will read them, but if they don't, that wouldn't stop me from writing my stories because in writing my stories, I've discovered who I am and in discovering who I am, I've gained confidence and just this inner knowing of what mark I leave on the world, you know, mm-hmm. and that could change tomorrow. But because I am hopefully still telling my stories tomorrow, I will see that and have a, another greater understanding of myself. I totally um, love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like you grow. Like, I feel like I'm growing in my scrapbooking, like every layout I do or every project that I make, I feel like I'm growing, like I'm learning. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think those are really great. All right, ladies. We are right, like friends. almost making up for last month. We're almost oh, at two hours. It's, oh, it, oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't even keeping track of the time. <gasps> That's all right. We had, we had two months worth of, of, of questions to yeah. get to. We don't want to leave anyone out. No. So. no. <laughs> so there we go. Yes, we did it. We did it. Um, so to wrap up today, um, 
I would love to know who is a person that is inspiring you right now. So who is your Chica de Papel for this month? Mm. And um, and what is one goal you have for June? We'll, we'll close with that. Okay. Okay. Um, shall I go first? Go for sure. it. Oh. You spoke first. Oh, Do wow. it. <laughs> um, is it Shimmer Life? Is it sh- her name Shimmer Life? Danielle. I, yeah. Shimmer Life, so. right? Mm-hmm. I really like, I don't know if you know who she is, Crystal. I think her name is Danielle. Yeah, I know. Correct? Yep. You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's Shimmer Life. I really, really get a lot in. I get a lot of inspiration from her because she lo- she does her stories and she shares um, a lot of her layouts that she makes. Now she makes 12, I've seen a lot of 12 by yeah. 12 layouts and I'm not big on 12 by 12 layouts, but the fact that she's sharing everything she's making and they're absolutely beautiful um, is very inspiring and very encouraging. And I also love that she shares with us all her product that she buys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because that's also brings you inspiration and then she shares what she makes with it. And I just really enjoy that. I really enjoy every time she shares something because it just draws me in because it's product mixed with layouts and they're absolutely gorgeous. She's very talented. I agree. Very talented. I want to go over her house. Yeah. You you could you probably live she lives some probably somewhere over there I no think, it says she? she's in Colorado no. I'd have to fly to Colorado well we all could we can go over her, her house her scrapbook <laughs> room is total like just yeah so beautiful stocked yes and yes. beautifully organized yes. everything is just gorgeous um. I love how I she agree. incorporates her daughter sometime too. Like she has a little craft area in her room and her daughters, you can see her sometimes like, you know, making her own little layouts too. So, so cute. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Her craft room. I'm looking at her Instagram right now. I do follow her. Um, and it, it makes me think of like a craft room that Maggie Holmes would, would create in. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's really pretty. I agree. Ooh, that's a good chicken up there. Yeah, I like her. Janet, now what I'm is- like, let me catch up on her stories. I know. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now that we've all looked her up, she's going to show up for us. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Uh, and Janet, before mm-hmm. you're done, what is one goal that you have, one crafty goal for June? For June to finish my October daily. Ooh. Yeah. That's a big goal. It is a big goal, but I just really want to get it done before fall comes because, you know, fall is going to creep on in August. We all start talking about October (laughs) Daily in August. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You know, I know we're going to be talking about October (laughs) Daily come August. So I need to get that done in June, hopefully, so I can move on to December Daily and not feel so bad talking about October Daily in August. (laughs) That's my. It's my crafty goal right there. All right, Josie, your turn. Who is okay. your Chico de Papel and your crafty goal for June? Okay, my Chica de Papel is Felicitas Mayer. Oh, yes. And um, I'm just, I was looking up the hashtag get messy Um. Cause I knew I wanted to do a watercolor project 
And um, she was one of the ladies that kept popping up on that hashtag. And I had remembered her from um, one little word when I did it last year. And of course, I always fail at one little word. Um, but she's just such an inspiration. And I feel like she's been doing this for so long that she's just so knowledgeable, like all the mixed media that she does. It's just so inspiring um, to me because I have a lot of mixed media. Like I have an art cart full of all that stuff. And um, I just wish I had the time to actually do stuff, you know, like I never pull, I never pull that stuff out. So she's my chica de papel. Yeah. I love her too. Her art journals are fantastic. Yeah. And she does like tutorial videos on her YouTube for how to do a bunch of that stuff. And they're amazing too. I need to, I need to go and sign up. I don't think I'm following her on YouTube. Yeah. I love hers. She hasn't, uh, as far as I know, she hasn't had any new ones in a while because they just bought a new house, Her like their oh. first home that they've ever owned. So they're in the process Yay! of fixing it all up and on her stories, she'll she'll share stuff like that. Um, so exciting. She still is a, a one little word instructor this year. So she and I and the other gals in the, in the one little word instructor group um, chat every once in a while and she's, it's really it's so special. I love it. That's I love awesome. it that she's got her house and, and all that, but she does have some older videos on there from earlier this year that were, um, mixed media tutorial type videos and they're, they're I want to check them out. Yes. And what is your, uh, crafty goal for June? Oh, shoot. My crafty goal for June. My crafty goal for June would be to, give my craft room a refresh. So I don't want to like totally like clean it all out. I just want to clean it up a bit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be is a too project. hard on my, yeah, I know yeah. that the project in itself. So I don't want to be too hard on myself, but I just feel like it needs a good cleaning up. Mm -hmm. I understand that. That's what I feel like I just did with, mine and then ended up reorganizing stuff and you know going down the rabbit hole but yes, yes. like once you start you can't stop <laughs> so true it's so true uh for me my chica de papel is kim chafin who is kim documents life uh she's on the ali edwards ambassador team i think she's also on ellie's studio uh, design team, but I've always loved her pages. She's, when she comes up in my feed, what I typically see from her are the really big photos as the foundation of her page with journaling cards layered on top and embellishments on top. And I just, I love it. And her photography, oh God, her photography is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish all I could take pictures of my family the way she does of hers. Yeah, all her photos, all her projects, they're just gorgeous. Like her whole feed is just beautiful. Yes. And they're not like super complex, which I love about them, that they're they're really approachable, but she has just this way of combining photography 
with the scrapbooking materials that gives them this super polished look. Who is this? Yes. I'm sorry, I had to step. Uh, Kim Kim Chafin. She's okay. Kim Documents Life. Oh, okay. On Instagram. Okay, check her out. So that is my chica, and then for my June goal. Uh, Josie, mine's similar to yours. So I have a valance that I want to make for above my window in my studio, which I'm hoping to get done maybe towards the end of May. So then my goal for June is to film a studio tour and get that up on my YouTube channel. I'd like that. Which is always a beast. Like it's like studio tours are really, really fun to watch. I love watching them. Filming them is a lot because you're just like talking for 30 minutes and then you're like, oh my gosh, is somebody really going to watch 30 minutes of this? Right. And they do. I mean, I yeah. would. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yes. But yeah, it's crazy. And I'm really excited though because I, um, I like remodeled-ish part of my room I built my own desk space and I've got, I don't know, it's just, I've never felt so good in my studio space. So I'm really excited to finally share it, all the nooks and crannies with everyone. That's exciting. I I can't wait to see that. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to share it. And the last time I did it, my um, tip for you on that, just from, the last time I did one, I tried to do it all in one sitting and you can hear me at a breath. I sounded so goofy. So definitely break it up. <laughs> yeah. I have to think about like, do I want to like maybe some of it I'll I'll do live, meaning like not live, live, but like talking while mm-hmm. filming. Mm-hmm. And then maybe other parts I just need to like do the slow-mo like pan. Yeah. And then I can voice it over. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how to film those kinds of videos. I need practice. I think you'll do good. Research yes, some of, of it on YouTube. Yes. I can't wait to see. It looks so beautiful. <laughs> I know. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you. We have the best room out of all three of us. Oh, Worst organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> De- definitely. <laughs> Well, I didn't for a long time. For a long time, I was in the basement in the dark. Yeah. And had a uh, folding table as my craft table. So, I mean, we all start somewhere. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we craft make it work. Wasn't built, you know, in a year. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like Rome. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, friends. Yes. We need to get off of here so you guys can get back to your lives. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Well, thanks for uh, setting this up and getting us together to come and chat. Nice. Uh, it's always nice I know. to catch up with you and talk crafting. We're always here for Yay. hours. Hours. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. everyone. That's a, that's a good thing, though, I guess. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, friends. Well, thanks, friends. Until next time. Bye. Keep Bye. it crafty. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining our show. Please make sure you subscribe. Until next time, stay crafty.